you? Um, better than I did yesterday. What happened yesterday? Wait, do I want to know? I don't know. Is it going to be like really sad? No, no. I uh, I got my vaccinations on Tuesday, and then that COVID one always hits me kind of hard the next day. Oh man, I got uh, shingles uh, vaccine a week ago, and it put me out. Like, yeah, for a day and a half. Yeah. Wait. I, I yeah. I haven't gotten that one yet. You don't get it till you're fifty. Oh, that makes sense. Because I just which turned means, which means wait a minute, is it your birthday? It was my birthday like a week ago, a week of Sunday. Remember, remember the fifth of November. It's Guy Crank's day. Or crank crank guys day. Anyway. So yeah, I guess I'll be looking forward to that one next year. <laughs> I am already getting messages from the doctor that I need to schedule a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, well, you don't have to worry about it because. They told me to schedule one when I turned 45, and I did, and it's still not happening until next March. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even think you were supposed to get them until after you turned 50, but I guess as soon as uh, I... You can, it depends on what insurance provides for. Some say 45, some say... I got mine done a year ago. Oh, okay. So it, I guess mine must be 49, because I started getting calls and emails like right after my birthday. <laughs> Um, I want to give it to you because it gives it to you. Happy birthday. Well, thanks. That sounds sincere. No, I'm just mad because I, I thought I wrote it down this time because we do this every year. It's all right, man. I don't get mad about it or anything. I don't care if you don't get mad about it. <laughs> it's about I don't us. care about your feelings. <laughs> My birthday, all about Mike. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They switched my COVID vaccine to Moderna this year because the place I went to didn't have the Pfizer. And they said it didn't matter. And I was actually hoping it would be better because that's what my parents got. And they didn't have any reaction at all to it. Well, they're just stronger than you. Or I don't know. My immune system kicks in harder. I don't know. But it, uh, yeah, it's pretty typical like that. When it was new and you had to get that series like within the same month, remember? Um, that second one I remember hit me like really hard. I was laid up for a couple of days and felt like shit for like the next week still. Um, but since then, just the annual ones, it's pretty typical. It's like I start getting swelling and like in the evening and then the next day I feel like shit and then I'm fine the day after. So, um, I mean, I still, like, my arm's still sore, and I still feel kind of muzzy, but... Muzzy? Muzzy. Muzzy Wuzzy was a bear. <clears throat> An alley bear. Oops. Um, <coughs> oops, upside your head. Anyway, so... Yeah. What's new? Do you hear this? 
I hear something. Are you tapping on something? Sounds like you're tapping on something. I'm tapping on the mic. I'm guessing you're not getting the mic sound. No, I must be getting maybe your computer mic. Must be. Is my mic not plugged in? Oh, it's not plugged in. (laughs) The most basic IT question ever. Uh, I'm having a thing with that lately. <laughs> Not plugging things in? Yeah. Oh. That's... Sounds like user error. Does it? Now what? Scratchy, what's going on? <laughs> Sounds like sarcasm error. So, can you hear better? Uh, you're a little quieter. Okay. But I might be getting the room better. How's that? Okay, yeah. I guess. How's that? Okay. How's that? Okay. How is... How is... How is... Hold on, I'm turning your gain up from here. I'm turning my gain up. Well, then we're both gained. Uh, we're in a two-stage gain. Two-gain stage. Two gain stage. See? It's not seen. Why are you not working? Oh, I'm Should we just do this like video like everybody else does now? Every time I mention that, you're like, no! Uh, <laughs> it's like Darth Vader from the early movies. I don't remember you mentioning it. Why? Why is this doing this? It's not. You just show off how skinny you are. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I I uh, uh, I can't figure out why my mic's not working right. You sound different than you did before you plugged it in. I do. Also, Cranston's farther away. It does. Yeah. At first, when I first said hello, I was getting feedback. Uh, Echo, rather. Echo? The Dolphin? I like that game. I don't remember the second one as well. Breaking news. Uh, Uh, Oh, no. Studio Fred Ezra Clinton Daniels is writing the People Under the Stairs reboot movie. What? If ever a movie needed a reboot. There's a lot of to unpack there. So, there's a reboot of people under the stairs for one thing. Yeah. And getting him to do it? Is he a horror guy? Yeah. He is? I mean, his books are all horrific. <laughs> there's, I mean, he wrote Bottom Feeders. That's a horror book. Hmm. And... Uh, Wow, he's really taken off, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's for Monkey Ball. Oh, really? Yeah, for, Wait, for who did you say is directing it? Writing. No no direction. Well, who's writing it? Ezra Clayton Daniels. Comic book guy from here. Oh, okay. He's been to one of our Christmas parties. Oh, nice. And now he's big and famous. Now he's a Jordan Peele guy. Now he's a Jordan Peele guy. Nice. That's what rubbing elbows with us does for you. Yeah. He was in my short film. He was in one of Sean's short films. Shot him. Shot him with a gun. And thus... 
what happened. And that's when Sean's murder plan was born. You would let me kill you guys. That was the seed, right there. Everything would become the mill house for y'all. Hmm. I suppose if, if we let you kill you, it would at least mean that we like have manned exploration of Mars. Yeah. And that would be a big step forward for the species. Yeah. I don't believe that. My middle name is Musk. You are Musk. Ugh. <laughs> your your middle name so you're Sean Elon Musk Dub? Sean Michael e- oh Musk Elon Musk Elon Musk Elon Musk Elon huh that's a mouthful that's weird how about now uh sounds alright it doesn't make a difference I can't really I don't know Huh. Well, now you sound louder, but you might just be closer to it. I don't know. I hear you hip it hitting it. Hit that, Mike. Hit that. I'm I'm using the Yeti now. Hmm. Well, okay. <sighs> yeah, we should look into the video, I guess. Should we? Maybe like the ink pulp people? Ink pulp? Is that that? So Sean Crystal? It's uh, Eric Kennedy. Um, uh, Ink Pulp is the name Sean Crystal uses. Maybe it's I just I wonder if what we do would actually be benefited in any way by people seeing us do it. Well, there there is the visual interest of it, which I mean I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying we're visually interesting. I'm right. saying that's what I'm listening to us is way more boring than looking at us. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Is like at least somebody if they heard us talking about Smallville for the 576th time, at least they're going, "Huh, what is that in his office behind him?" <laughs> that's true too. But then you have to get into possible like video editing and stuff, and you really don't like like putting in any effort into this. I mean, audio edit it, huh? Do you audio edit it? I depends on the situation. If we've got a lot of stuff going on wrong, like I mean, badly wrong, and not just us going uh. Uh, Sometimes he bleeps out names that I say. Well, and if you walk away, if you walk away for some reason, I might edit it out. Yeah. See, I have to take a phone call. Or what? What names do you bleep out? (laughs) Ah, I see what you're trying to do. Keep that name out of your mouth. That's a trick question. You're not going to get me that way. The last time I don't remember the last time we did that. Actually, it's been a while, Mike. Either Mike got a better filter, or he just doesn't care anymore. Uh, I don't. Just start playing some Taylor Swift songs. What? I don't care anymore. But I mean, I if I cared, I wouldn't want you to put this podcast out anymore because I've probably said lots of things. Well, there there are times when we since we do we're, we're not scripted here, right? I mean, we're speaking off the cuff. Yeah. So there have been times when we've spoken, like you know, you say something before you think about it, <laughs> like yeah, and then you realize, oh well, you know, that maybe wasn't like the best way I could have put that or something, <laughs> like. So yeah, sometimes stuff like that gets edited out. I used to, I mean, I used to. This being scripted. 
God, that first like, couple of years. Like, yeah, oh, my God. God. That's, like, genius level. Like, you've gone right around to the other end. Oh, right, yeah. It's like, that's some, uh, what do you call it? That's some uh, Andy Kaufman kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that first couple of years, it's I would so go through every episode, like, and I would edit out every uh and over long pause and... Like yeah. that was a shit ton of editing I used to do, and I I was like, you know what, that's kind of pointless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't do that anymore. Well, I mean, I've been wanting to. I mean, we we talk about doing stuff for the studio a lot, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. But I mean, we could. It no, it's not. Stay over there and talk to yourself. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about the pros and cons of going video. I mean, one of the things, and I don't know if this is a pro or con or not, but I mean, that would pretty much necessitate, necessitate us switching platforms over to YouTube from our own website. Okay. Because I, I, I think that means more attention. I don't think we have the... Um, I don't really know if we've got the space, because, I mean, video is going to be bigger files. Mm-hmm. Which also, I well, mean... You, we don't store it. They just put it on YouTube, right? Well, we don't for that. I mean, I guess I, I guess we could put it on YouTube, and I could just embed it on our website. Yeah. yeah. Does that still go through? Like, if you do it that way, does the RSS from our website still feed into iTunes? That I don't know. I think uh, so. Uh, there, there are some podcasts that I, uh, the horror podcast I watch, Dead Meat. They have a podcast that I think they do both. I think they have they they put the video on YouTube and they still put the audio of it up via RSS. Okay, so we're definitely looking at an increase in workflow. Well, I mean, you don't have anything to do. Um, I really think this will help you. I just I don't want to lose the iTunes feed because we've had it for a long time. I don't think you should get rid of it. But I don't know. I'll have to look in to see how that works. I don't know. Uh, question. Uh oh. What if? Uh oh. Uh, I don't know how you do this. I was going to say, what if you just combine your two videos, right, and record them at the same time? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely make Mike record one and send it to me. Well, I think you just do it as almost as of a stream, but you're not sending out a stream live. You know what I'm saying? Not quite. So you're you're streaming them both to one place and capturing them both at the same time so that you don't have to combine them later. Oh. Doesn't uh, StreamYard do that? I think so. There's like yeah, there's like a broadcasting app you can use for that. That's why I so that's what I think Suntris does. I think because when I've done his show we do it via StreamYard and then he puts it up on YouTube. Cardenas uses something that's not that, but it's a a local app. Well, ask him then. Where he, because when he, you know, when hey, he man, does he's his, listening. I don't know why, but he listens to this. When he does his coffee and comics thing, he he does that where he captures both streams of video. As, as that a, dude interviewed Tyler Maine the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's interviewing like like famous people. Do you want to interview famous people, Mike? Wolverine. No, he's not Wolverine. He's Saber Tooth. Yeah. That's what I was getting there. He's also he's also uh, 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 Michael Myers. Oh really? In the oh, Rob right. Zombie one. Who's Michael Myers in the new ones? 
Oh, I don't know. Mike. Me? <laughs> it's actually Mike Myers. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would explain a lot. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're actually not just talking about a change in, in media format. We're actually probably going to have to reformat the show. Mm. We're going to go. We're going to have to go back to where we we schedule out segments and stuff again if we do this. Mm. I mean, right no. now we just bullshit streaming consciousness. You know. I don't know why you can still do that. Do people want to watch people doing that? I mean, if they don't, they'll just keep on listening only. Uh, yeah, I guess so. You can try it. I mean, I changed my mind. I don't care. <laughs> so wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. Anyway. All right, well, we'll, we'll work it out, man. We'll figure out the details. <coughs> okay. I just, I got to look into how to still support. I mean, I, we could do it with just the audio thing, but I, I want to look into the iTunes feed thing just to make sure that I'm not screwing that up. Because that... That was a pain in the ass for us to actually get solid down back when we did. Well, of course, that was back in 2015. Yeah, I remember. 2005, I mean, sorry. Because yeah. it kept going squirrely and, and, you know. So I guess maybe I'm still gun-shy from that. And that makes me a little... <laughs> from, from, almost, from almost 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, because that, that was the last time we had a... been doing this 20 years? Yeah, yeah. That's wrong. There's so much wrong with that. Dude, we are literally in the top five oldest this is comic not podcasts. Right. This is not cool. I mean... This it, is, this is, no, this is nothing to be proud of. At this point, we might be one of the three oldest pod, comic podcasts. No, we're not a pod, We're not a comic podcast. We are. That's a thing. <laughs> this that's not right. This is not that's not cool. <laughs> Wait, what what happened? <laughs> <laughs> we're just thinking we're we're almost this show's almost twenty years old. Oh, can it drink yet? Not yet. I don't think so. It depends on what country you're in. Oh yeah. Yeah. They can drink at home in America. Speaking of which, we just watched an Irish Kung Fu movie. That exists? Yeah. Huh. Well, what's that like? Uh, shot on video. All right. It's the Irish way. It's the Irish way. Uh, it's uh, amazingly easy to understand the people talking. Okay. Also, I understood what everybody was saying. No, I I did not make out a single word that happened um, in that movie. Like I I needed subtitles. I was not convinced it was English for most of it. <laughs> Um, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this I would be editing out in the old days. <laughs> it's from the it's from the nineties and the guy definitely looks up to Jean Claude Van Damme. Well who doesn't really, I mean. And he he had the like look and everything. He you know, he was he 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 was like if John Claude Van Damme's mom drank while he was she was pregnant with him. Oh, Jesus! Huh? He really 
You really have a problem with this guy's looks. <laughs> he really looks like someone. <laughs> uh, you are you are personally offended by his appearance. I don't know why. You know what he looks like? You know what he looks like? He looks like uh, who played uh, Gert's dad in The Runaways. Oh, God. Uh, he was on Alias. He was like the tech guy on Alias. Yeah. Oh. I know what you mean. He looks like him. He looks like... Because he, he, he said it's just a little... Yeah! yeah he yeah. looks like he, he needed a little more time in the oven. <laughs> Yikes. I think it's just the kind of face, dude. It's not like... Uh, we're editing the video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... See, well, that's the thing. I, <laughs> it's a, but I know what you mean. It's a specific jaw, right? But I don't think it's like... I know. I, I think I don't even think it's the jaw. It's just like I. I don't think it's the jaw. jaw. I think it's the relation of the the features of the face being like right in the center, almost like who's that 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 dumbass conservative guy, the kid, the young guy who's like Charlie all, Kirk. Yeah, all of his his eyes and his nose and his mouth are like right in the center of his face, but he's got this giant head. Alright. <laughs> like, but they're, they're like right Allegedly. there. He looks like a bowling ball. What's that? <laughs> I said allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, he looks like a bowling ball. He looks like Spider Man. Spider Man? Because his web, like, is smack in the middle oh, of the yeah, right? yeah. yeah, if you. Okay, it's Spider Man's mask if you put all his eyes, nose, and mouth right there in the middle yeah. of the mask. Well, no, that's why, that's why Spider Man's costume is the worst one ever made. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. distracting how. Uh, would you like to step was. outside? If only it had more white on it to distract from the horrible web pattern <sighs> and the placement of it. Whoa. That's the turn it into five words. Anyway, uh, aside from that oddly specific, um, really, really detailed gripe with the movie, how was the rest of it? It's kind of boring. Okay. But, I mean, they, uh, I mean, it was probably filmed in, like, nowhere Ireland, because they let them film everywhere in this town, and there couldn't have been money involved. It was filmed on a camcorder. Was but they're in a castle, in a bar, and they crash a real car. Like, the, the actual lead actor is the stunt guy in the car. So this wasn't like, like a, you know, people in their backyard kind of movie. Right. It is not. I've seen those. And that's what I thought this was going to be. But it's not. It has the, it has the, the quality of those. Well, the, uh, the video camera would lend that. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But it, they actually shot it like it's a movie. Okay. <laughs> like there are angles. They don't do it well. There are angles. There are angles. <laughs> it's got you know scenes. It's got scenes. It was like there, there were some legitimately interesting. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. They were. They were. Way, it, it, I think it suffered less from its cinematography than it did from its editing. Okay. Um, I was going to tell you about a movie, huh? It's one of those like guy wrote it, directed, starred in it. Oh sure. Didn't bother coming up with a different name. Like his name is the character's name. That's pretty classic. Yeah. 
I saw a movie with a uh, a very short actor running around in a weird pinata costume killing people. Oh, is that the killer pinata movie? No, that one actually looks like a donkey. Um, and it's newer. This one was from 2001 or two, and it starred Jamie Lee Presley and Buffy Zander, whose actor real name I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, uh, what is that guy's name? Brandon or Brandon or something? Oh, yeah. Nicholas Brendan. Yeah. Um, He's a twin brother, and I get the names confused. Oh, wait. Maybe it wasn't the Buffy. Maybe it was his brother. Do they look the same? Yeah. He was like his stunt double on the show. Oh, well, maybe it was his brother. I don't know. Because I, I, I never remember the actual actor's name, so I, I get you know. But yeah, this one, and it, it wasn't a pinata like you think of a modern pinata. It was like a weird old pinata made out of stone. Stone? Yeah, like an ancient pinata. I don't think you know what a pinata is. Well, yeah, I, I yes, I do know what a pinata is, and yes, they call it a pinata in the movie. And uh, what oh. do you think they made pinatas out of before they had cray paper? I didn't know they had pinatas before that. Ancient man, ancient. They're not ancient. What? Ancient. Yeah, it's like Biden. Okay. They used to be used to capture, like, evil spirits and shit. Okay. And then they had, like, good ones that released good stuff. Not necessarily candy. Anyway, this one was called Demon Island. Okay. And it's terrible. <laughs> Mostly it's because they got this guy with stumpy legs wandering around in this costume, and he's supposed to be catching up with people who are running and riding ATVs and stuff. So rather than try to, I guess maybe they didn't have the budget to make him look like he was actually going fast. So they would do this weird slow motion thing with him, like Six Million Dollar Man style. <laughs> and so you'd see this guy with you know in this stubby legged costume making these hopping runs. And and I think maybe they reuse the same scene over and over a lot. <laughs> it was really weird, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That was one I, if you hadn't seen, I was going to recommend it to you for one of your, you know, um, I feel like watching a bad movie watch. I haven't done it in a while. I mean, today was kind of an outlier. Hmm. I've been, um... I was, kind of, I was writing, so I put it on TV. Because that's very conducive to writing. Somebody's got a mechanical keyboard. That's, uh, Josh. And, and he, he attacks it with flourish. Uh-huh. It's almost musical and it's tappity tappity. Or is he just is he just doing foley stuff for video? <laughs> Don't do it, he's sensitive. He's making it feel like we're in an office. It's, it's yeah, it's like the foley effect for office office noise. Um I feel like my tooth's about to fall out. What? Maybe you should have more vitamin C. Uh, it's a cat. I mean, it's a recall. Mike's got the rickets. It's fallen out before. I think my dentist is just crap. <laughs> Do you keep going back to the same dentist after it falls out again? <laughs> Science, your dentist might be crap. Teeth falling out. <laughs> <laughs> eh, we'll do it again. Maybe I drink too much soda. Do you still drink sugary soda? No. Oh, okay. But I got it real bad for that Pepsi Zero. Zero, good. 
Mm-hmm. Zero cool. Mm-hmm. Hack the planet. What? <laughs> Zero cool. Acid burner. Oh, I get it. I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. <laughs> um. Gosh, golly. It's been a while. Oh, so yeah. So a couple days after my birthday, you know, we had our elections in Ohio, and Ohio did something good. And then immediately the Republicans tried to undo it, or one of started talking about undoing it. Oh, I forgot this is a political podcast now. It's not. I just like to tout when Ohio actually does. I saw it. I saw. I saw. I saw them all talking about it because it was big, big news. Um, and what I'm talking for anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is that we actually enshrined abortion rights into the, the Ohio Constitution. The voters voted it in. Mm-hmm. And that is an, a surprisingly sensible thing for Ohio to do. <laughs> All things it, is, it is surprising. Um, and if you look at the maps of voting, it's not that surprising because it's like anywhere. It's, it's the major population centers that really won the day. Because all the rural districts were red, you know. So basically, the vote was carried by um, four cities, I think, or city city fourth? areas. What's the fourth city? What's the? Well, there's Cleveland, Columbus, uh, Cincinnati, and I think somewhere around Dayton. Dayton. Okay. Um, it's not like Dayton's a huge city, but it's still a population center as opposed to. Dayton. Is it Dayton? Yeah, Dayton's where I found the sock in the restaurant when I was having breakfast. <laughs> Just uh, I just looked down from my table, and there's just a sock sitting there on the carpet. Oh, Dayton. Uh, was Dayton where Mid-OhioCon used to be? No, that was Columbus. Really? That was all the way up in Columbus? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to mention it, because I was kind of, you know, I was like, way to go, Ohio. You know, you did good. Yeah, it's something, it's something to be proud of. Um... Did you have anything to do with it? Well, of course, I voted. Good. They, uh, and it was surprisingly, you know, I, I tend to go, since I work from home, I can pick my time. I don't have to wait for lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. I go voting. And I, I, I like voting in person as opposed to, you know, mail ballots or I don't have the time to vote early because I have to go somewhere outside my precinct to do that. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I'd have to go over, like, you know, 20 minutes away or something like that to go early vote in person. Hmm. Um, so it's just it. I, I like to do it on the day, and, and I like to do it in person. But because I can pick it, I, I usually go you know in between like the lunch and the people getting off work hours. And mm-hmm. um, most of the time where I vote, it's not that busy. <laughs> um, I'm assuming part of that's because people don't vote, but also because a lot of people get it done in the morning or after work or whatever. Um, this time it was you know I had to wait a bit to um, get my ballot, and then by the time I was done with my ballot and feeding it into the electronic thing. You know, there was a line of people waiting to get in, and I was like, "Wow, this was like pretty impressive turnout for here." But it, it was. It was a, people care about uh, their their uh, reproductive uh, rights, and also marijuana. Oh yeah, that was on the ballot here, <laughs> um, <clears throat> which also got approved, legalizing marijuana in Ohio. Oh, shit. Which I think they're also trying to fuck up now that it's, it's actually been approved. Oh, shit. Because, you know, will of the people is all well and good as long as it's what the Republicans want. Yeah. 
but yeah, so I, you know, this isn't a political show or anything. I just, I don't think you heard me talking about you. I said you're about to get. <laughs> yeah, so this isn't a political show or anything. I just did uh, you hear that? Did you hear me say that? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, that kind of made me feel good because it was right around my birthday. Yay! I don't remember if they just didn't have this function back then or if I didn't know about it, but the first, when I turned 18, which should have been my first voting ability or, you know, first voting chance or whatever happened to be on election day that year. Um, and that happens every couple of years. Um, and now I think if you're going to turn 18 on or just before the, um, the election, you can actually pre-register. As long as it's like right around there, at least in Ohio, I'm saying. Um, well, I guess that would have to be federally too, because that was a presidential election year. But, um, but yeah, back then I either didn't know about it or that function wasn't in place, so I, I didn't get the vote when I turned 18. I was uh, I was all about Ross Perot back then. Of course you were. Well, you know, I figured, fuck the establishment. Let's get Ross Perot in. Not really realizing that he was the establishment. I still think he would have been an interesting choice, though, for the 90s. He would have been interesting, that's true. That would have been interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he's still alive. Ross Perot? I mean, he was, like, really old then, wasn't he? He was really old then. That was 30 years ago, so... current presidents. <laughs> anyway. Um... Well, what are you about to, man? What, what's new? Tell me about you. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's happened since? Uh, I got one more chapter in this book of Battle Pub to do. Sweet. Um, I'm halfway writing the first draft of it. Sweet. Uh, I got to go ahead to work on. Do you? My, um, sorry, one of my dark horse projects. What? Just to touch on the battle pug thing again. Yes, sir. When we were working on it originally, like the the strips, the weekly strips. Yeah. You really didn't have a script, as I recall. Like at least mm. not for me. You would just send me dialogue each week, more or less. I did. Uh, I, I, I write it the same. I write it the same way I wrote. I write it now. Okay. Which so. Is I have. So what I had is a page of notes, which is essentially like this happens, this happens, this, happens, and then I'm essentially writing it by feeling. So uh, it was actually it was super it was super easy compared to now when I was doing it weekly because. I had the restriction of I needed to have something happen in every strip and it needs to end in a way that you want to read the next one. So I was going page by page. Right. Uh, so it was easier to set up stuff. Um, uh, but I did know where things were going. I just didn't know how they were going. Right. So you were doing it sort of like that really loose Marvel plot style. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot like that, a lot like that, 
Um, because when we started working on the Battle Pug, like the regular issue series that was it? Yeah. That came next. It yeah. was more more of a like actual defined script. Like, yeah, but I, keep in mind I wrote those after I drew them. Okay. I wrote those for you. Those weren't for me. Gotcha. I wrote I, all the scripts that exist for those books are for you. I I never used them. So you're back to writing just in a real loose like you you know the plot points and then you're just sort of yeah filling it out as you go. Yeah. Gotcha. This last one, uh, I kind of let it get away from me a little bit, uh, more so than the other ones. But I, I blame that on being distracted by other things in life and it taking so long to get. Like, I had the first three really mapped out, and I got the first two done, like, within two months. And then it took, like, two years to finish the rest of it. Right. That could happen. Because um, I think about the people that actually read the book, and to them, Sprinkles and the warrior have been sitting in space holding their breath for a very long time. <laughs> I always forget he's called Sprinkles. Uh, his real name, well, it depends. And Kenny still doesn't have a name yet, does he? No, uh, the fact that you call him Kenny is kind of, I like that. Well, it's, I don't know what else, you know, I, I call him the warrior over and over sounds weird, so I just call him Kenny because he's Kimundian. Yeah, you call him, you can call him Kenny, fine. Uh, Rafer, Rafer wrote one chapter because it has a grumble crossover. Oh, right, right. So it actually had a full script, and he refers to him as TLK. Oh, the last Kimundian. Last Kimundian. Gotcha. And I'm still not giving him a name. What do people call him? I forget. What, what do people call him I, in the book? No, he's not the most important character in my mind, so I don't think people care. I think <laughs> all, all, only pe- people only care about sprinkles. <laughs> well, it is called Battlebug. It's not called The Last Kimundian. Sprinkles is Sprinkles is the name that Bryony gave him. Right. And only Bryony likes that name. The Last Kimundian doesn't like that name because part of that. The last book was him trying to come up with names, like Death Knuckle. Oh, wait, why didn't the kid that owned him call him something? He called him Modi. His real name is Modi. That's right. Modi Modi is one of Thor's sons in Norse mythology. This is all confusing. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't this a kid's book? Uh, (laughs) You bring up another good point, because in about... Two hours, I'm going to the Sabine, Sabine Dual Language School to read to kids. About the death of Santa Claus. And they said, bring your comics and read those. And I was like, I don't think you want me. They said, have you read my comics? The guy murders a baby seal in the first couple of pages. Yeah. Just kids, um, you, you might want to paraphrase some of that. So I'm taking a bunch of old Billy Batson and the Magician issues. Argobots. Uh, I don't have any copies of Argobots. Oh, really? Where? It's not the. It's like an. Uh, it's not the first one, is it? Uh, I don't know. Andrew picked it up like a day ago. Oh, really? 
I would like to redraw that. I talked to John, uh, Jay about that once. He said, I ain't got time for that. No, he was into it. But, I mean, we're talking, this is like, this was like 20 years ago that we talked about it. Oh, well, I mean, it's it's an old book at this point. Like, yeah. It's a fun book, though. Oh, yeah, I like drawing it. I mean, we had more stories. It wasn't finished. That was my first cover credit. Well, cover assist credit. That's right. You did all the background. For the, uh, yeah, for the, the diagram-y stuff. Did you do it for all three of them? I don't remember. I know I did. I know I did at least two. Yeah. I don't know if I did the third or not. Was the third a different format? No, it was the same. Because I did um, the first one was the red guy, and the second one was the gold guy with the flange helmet. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if I did the third one or not. Did the third one even come out? I I know I did one for a third one. I don't know. Maybe it didn't. Hmm. Oh my god, this is so many captions. <laughs> How do I... Alright. So, uh, yeah, I have the script for the first chapter of this new book for you. Oh. But I don't have... I'm working on the second one. I'm working. Working for more than a weekend. Yeah. It's just a little... Uh, yeah, this pace is a lot slower now. I don't know what happened. Um, well, you were stressed out and shit. I was. And, I, I mean, I still... I, I can't say that I'm stressed. It's just a different brain space. And you had gotten out of your... Uh, it was like what I was talking about last time we talked, was where I got out of that it's like getting out of a, um, a pressure situation like where all of a sudden you just don't have as much to do and you don't know what to do so you, your brain kind of goes into a thing like a tailspin or something uh, there's yeah there's I mean that's happened a couple of times this year actually so I mean I I'm, like you're so used to being under the gun with a deadline or, or some sort of pressure yeah, like that I've had to rewire my brain that when all of a sudden you don't it's like it's like coming up from the uh Real deep in the water, too fast. You know, you get these little embolisms in your brain and stuff. And the music thing has kind of occupied some part of my brain, but I'm not really doing anything with it. Yeah, I'm not doing what I want to be doing. I haven't been doing a lot lately, just because I, I don't know, other reasons. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's what that is. Cool. So I actually told you what I was doing. Well, that's are, a you change. Happy? are you happy now? I mean, you know, got new glasses, and so did Sean. And Sean got his old, finally got his old man glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he look like an old man? No, they, they're. And he's got his, his super uh, quadruple focals. They make those? No, they don't make those. Oh. I, uh, I have to use reading glasses for fine print and up-close stuff now. Have you been to an eye doctor? I have not. I don't have a... I don't think I have vi- uh, visual. You uh, visual. probably just needed glasses for a long time now, think. It's just... It's real close-up stuff. And if it's real tiny, I have to bring it close-up, you know? So... I um, I use those... It's the same glasses I use for when I'm, like, soldering stuff or whatever. 
A magnifying glass? Well, I mean, they're technically they're reading glasses, but they're like two times reading Do you glasses. solder a lot? Um, frequently enough, yeah. Frequently enough. I repair what things, or I, I make new connections sometimes. You know. uh, on your guitars? Uh, that was the most recent thing I soldered, yeah. It was some new pickups and stuff. What, what did you put new pickups in? A guitar. <laughs> what else would I put on it? I wanted to switch some old nasty, like, uh, like, they were microphonic humbuckers. They just didn't sound very good. And they, even at, like, low volumes or with high gain, they would squeal. And I didn't like that, so I just put in some slightly better ones. Mm-hmm. I'm not, they weren't like Seymour Duncans or anything, but they were from a seller on eBay I bought from before that sells decent, cheap pickups. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I solder, like... I had to make a USB connection for my car radio when I replaced my car radio. So I soldered together some wires. What's the question? Nothing. I just upgraded my car radio. That's all. You did? Yeah. I switched it from being a 2005 Scion radio to a 2011 or 12 Scion radio. Hmm. Because it had USB, like I could read stuff from a USB drive instead of having to put in a CD. Hmm. But I I wanted to stick with the Scion radios because the Scion's got like certain, um, what do they call those? Psychoacoustic settings, I think? And they're like keyed to the cars. Psychoacoustic? Yeah. Like, didn't you ever, like, okay, I remember this thing from late 80s, early 90s. It was a boombox, but you'd hit this, like, button, this psychoacoustic button, and it would make things it's sound like they were. Bass. Well, no, it, not the bass part of it, but it would make things sound like it was p- coming from behind you and stuff. Oh, are you talking about psychoacoustics? <laughs> I am talking about psychoacoustics. Are you kidding me? No. Did did you did did you not hear him? No. Well, he actually he said oh. psychoacoustic like three times. Oh, maybe I said a Are you guys talking about psychoacoustics? Yeah, dude. Nice. I'm talking about barbarian brothers. Yeah. Anyway, so they they've got these tunings in in the Scion stereos that are built for. They're tuned for the different cars that they come in, and you can flip between them, like the uh, the TC and the XB and the XA and whatever that third model, fourth model is. So I wanted to stick with a Scion stereo so I could get my XB psychoacoustic model. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. You make it sound like what it would sound like if you're inside of a Ford 150 listening to that radio. Well, that'd be interesting you if they could do that. Spatial audio is no. Um, spatial audio is just well, a gimmick. Yes, it's just like a stereo spread, isn't it? It's. It, it, I mean, it's positional audio, but nobody cares. <laughs> like we don't get a lot of videos in my YouTube feed about mixing for mixing for Dolby Atmos. Oh yeah, yeah. because fuck y'all, I can't even mix for Dolby's making money right now. I can't mix for my own ears. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah, those new Beatles releases had a an Atmos release for them. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay, why? I don't know. All right. What did you think of the last Beatles song? <laughs> yeah. I talked to my friend Mike V on the phone for like two hours, and he wouldn't stop talking about this. That's what I said. Also, it's like it's kind of 
it's almost like the the epitome of what we're all worried about with this AI crap, isn't it? Yep. So it's like I don't. It's kind of yucky and gross. And also, it's like that last. When was the last one that came out in the nineties where they put out that song that John uh, quote unquote sang? Even though it's like they had to like doctor up all, like these demo tracks and stuff, and it it it. I still hate that "Free as a Bird." I still don't like that song. Beatles remixes are awesome. Like that album that what's this that Martin did for um, uh, the Circus Soleil show was amazing. But they like went back to the masters and like cut up the tape and stuff. They didn't invent things or yeah. With this, they're using uh, they're separating out the mono tracks, but not from the masters from the actual or not from the separate master tracks, right? Like. Because it, it, like with um, whatever whatever was the other A side of that last single, their first UK single or whatever that I listened to that and it's like, well that's kind of strange because I mean that was a, a, one of those weird mono stereo mixes. Yeah. It, here's the thing: they, there's a reason it wasn't made into a song in the first place. I mean, to yeah. me, it really didn't even sound like a Beatles song. It sounded like a Lennon song. Like, yeah. but what about that video, man? I haven't seen the video. It's creepy. <laughs> um, I'm again it. It's creepy like it's creepy like a Uncanny Valley Tron Two Jeff Bridges creepy. So mm, Tron Two Jeff Bridges. Yeah. But actually, it looks better than that. But somehow, it's still just as creepy. But isn't that? I mean, that's. I guess I don't know. Did the Beatles even own their? I thought the Beatles sold their catalog a long time ago. For Michael Jackson? Yeah. Did they buy it oh, back Paul. when Michael Jackson died? McCartney sold his. I don't think the Beatles sold theirs. Huh. Okay. I don't know how. What? I'm sure they all own their different things. Well, that would be weird for these red and blue compilations then because that's a mix of like you know, the whole band stuff uh. anyway whatever okay. so we talked about it and that was relatively painless I think my gums are receding probably are you're old mm. maybe I should get all my teeth taken out yeah get implants man I wholeheartedly support that idea. Hmm. I feel like that would mess up your face. Well, you're, I mean, you're just replacing teeth with teeth. Yeah. It worked okay. Like, seemed to work okay for that guy from the James Bond movie. Jaws? Yeah. He did get a girlfriend in that one movie, didn't he? He did. And he could bite through cables. Isn't that how he died? How did he die? Didn't he get thrown out of a plane or something? Did you ever see him die? He, uh, Wait, he's probably died a couple of times, he, right? He, yeah, he dies like every movie. Or like he, 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 something happens to him off screen that we suspect. Him. Why is the James Bond expert left when we, when we start talking about him? <laughs> Didn't he, uh, he, he was lured into biting an electrical cable, wasn't he? Yeah, but is that how he died? I feel like he fell out of a plane, too. I you know I don't know. Is, wait a minute, the electrical cable thing was the actual fish, Jaws. Uh, Sean. Yes. Did Jaws die in James Bond? What? 
the jaws die in James Bond? Um, in uh, Moonraker, Moonraker, um, it's implied they die right on the space station mm. when uh, it blows up. Okay. Because him and the girl are in that one room, right? And okay. That was his girlfriend. What's that? That was Jaws's girlfriend. Kind of, yeah, his yeah. Did he? I'm trying to remember. Did he ever bite an electrical cable? Uh, he bit a gondola cable. Yeah, he bit a gondola cable. Right, I remember that. But he didn't, like, at any point bite a live electrical cable. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Are you thinking Superman? Are you thinking are we this? Are you thinking Superman? Um, uh, what's that movie? What's the one with the mechanical lady at the end who gets... She has kind of Jaws teeth. That was three with... Uh, and doesn't she bite down on some cables at one point? I think we are definitely Mandela affecting this. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she like was all cables and stuff. <laughs> oh, in, at the end of Moonraker, the viewers informed that Jaws and Dolly made it back to Earth safely. Oh, there it is? Okay. Yeah. Um, and there were plans to bring Jaws back for in for your eyes only, but it didn't happen. Oh, your eyes. So he is still alive. Oh, I wonder if him and Dolly had like a bunch of little Jawses. And you're right, he did fall out of a plane and accidentally disabled his own parachute, but survived by falling through a circus tent and landing on a trapeze tent. That seems unlikely. So there's that. Wait, did they write that? Because I don't think you see that in the movie. <laughs> Is this some Wikipedia shit? Is this some, like, J- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Wikipedia shit. Hmm. I'm sure there's lots of Bond fanfic involving Jaws. Let me tell you about this book that Andrew's got. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Okay. Andrew got me this book in Japan. Okay. It's called... Uh, Joker times Arthur, or Joker fan book number one, and it's a fan fiction, but it has the best production value. I mean, it looks like any other ma- manga, uh, but it's about Joker uh, basically uh, screwing Joker. Huh? It's just a... Uh, Big old love scene between Harvey Dent and the Joker. Oh, Joker and Two Face? Not Harvey Dent. Uh, what's his name? Arthur. Arthur Fleck. Okay. Wait. We're talking the Joker. But we're talking Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, okay. Still haven't seen that. Uh, spoilers. Uh, it all turns out to be a dream. Well, yeah, it's yeah. With this fanfic? Yes, it turned out to be one of my dreams. No, this it's a dream. It's a dream of Arthur Fleck at the end. Okay. I guess he's in jail. So, is it in English? Could you read it? No, it is not in English. This is Japan. So you just followed the pictures? Yes. Then how do you know it was a dream? Because I make comic books. And stop bragging. 
So, uh, okay, that's actually a good segue into something else I want to talk about. No. <laughs> My mic fanfic. No. <laughs> um. Okay, so. Uh, so you were able because you know comic books and you make comic books and you've read comic books for a long time through the visual cues in this comic book that you read, and the yeah. the language of the comics, even without understanding the verbal language. You were able to discern that this was all a dream. Yes. That's important. We have our own language in comics. Yes. And, I mean, not just the art, but, like, you know, the the other design elements, too. You know, like in the lettering or, like, even in the coloring. Like, you can tell a flashback because it's usually cued that way or something. Uh, unless, the you know, they don't want you to know it's a flashback, in which they don't do that. But I've noticed, like, a lot of things where... Especially, and I get this, I guess, but like with newer, younger, coming into it comic people, they want to just sort of discard with that stuff, you know? Like it doesn't matter or something. And that's that's a weird mm-hmm. thing to me, because, I mean, this is our language. Yeah, that's, that's a how, bad idea. That's how we tell stuff. That's how all things work. That's how what? That's how everything works. You discard the past? Yeah, every 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 genre, right? It's it's new generation, and they throw away everything before, and then eventually they come back around and they start adding stuff, and that's how you get like postmodern and all that kind of stuff, right? Right, but if you're talking mainstream stuff, I mean, isn't it like really confusing to just discard the language and create a new one from scratch? Yeah, but language changes. It does, but it doesn't change. It changes in steps. It doesn't change by getting rid of it and making up a new one. I don't know if that's what happens. And uh, yeah, okay, I'm 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 overstating that because that's not really what's going on either. And yeah, I can compare it to that, like where thought balloons disappeared for a long time, and then they came back, though. Well, sort of. You're just talking about preferential trends. But, no, I'm seeing other stuff where, like, uh, panel layouts and stuff. Like, I mean, there's a reason grids work. And if you're going to break the grid, there should be a good reason for that. To do... Yeah. To lead the eye somewhere. Say what? You read a Tom King comic? I don't think grids have gone anywhere. (laughs) No, but I'm saying I'm seeing a lot of stuff where you've got weird stuff overlapping from one grid to another that makes the uh, actual rating order confusing. Yeah, stuff that's like that. Just people. I think I don't know if that is. It's definitely people choosing to ignore uh, established norms. Yes, but like Sean said, people come back to things for a reason. I mean, look at '90s comics, right? Like, it got people excited, and then now there are people that it's like they look, go back and look at. They're like, I can't believe I dress like that. I mean, just think about how unwrit like most '90s books were. Yeah, but you usually wouldn't have like, I don't know, like the third panel overlapping part of the first. Uh, there's tons of that. There's that some of the worst stuff happened in the '90s. All of the like awesome, inter- not awesome. and not even just the '90s. I mean, if you read yeah. some of Chris Bacallo's stuff from the early 2000s, like when he was doing his own thing, you're just like, God damn, man, you're. I can't read this. 
And it's not because of the words. There are no words on this page. I can't read this. It was like, um, I, I, think I, I, I guess it just came to mind when I was telling you about that, um, how that, you know, Redbone comic was laid out. And it was just really hard to follow the flow on that. Yeah, some artists just get in their own head, and they aren't, they're not really thinking about uh, the clearest way. They're thinking about what, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, it's, uh, it's what they want to see, not necessarily what they want you to understand. Hmm. It's the challenge of the artist. The challenge of the artist? Is that like the challenge of the Super Friends? No, it is uh, not as funny. Oh. Um, uh, we got an email. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. Do you want to read it? It's from David Del Grasso. Okay. We haven't heard from him in a while. The subject line is, I was about to send that Bo Diddley photo. <laughs> okay. Uh especially uh, as I was in the midst of doing my weird job that is mostly about researching things on the internet all day, but then you found it. You might have been already doing this, but going to the images tab cuts through the noise right away, and yes, he did deserve more respect than that. Uh, I don't know that I can be of any help researching the allegations you made earlier in the celebrity true crime portion of the podcast. Oh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, you're convinced Shatner committed murder. Oh, right. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> no, Mike, Mike is not allegedly convinced. Mike actually is convinced, so that's not allegedly. Uh, what I think and what's true are two different things. Uh, glad to hear that Mama Crank is recovering so well and that Crank continues to take such good care of his parents. Well, somebody got it. Uh, the part where Mike and Crank planned their sleepover was adorable. I can't believe you weren't also deciding in, in advance what scary movies you would rent. <laughs> We're not renting any movies because Crank gets scared. What are you talking about? Uh, also, if you will indulge me being a pre- being proud of myself for a moment, I I was in stores this week. Hey, this is going to be a uh, who's the guy that uh, uh, Amor John Amor Amor okay what from about? the Philippines who was doing that comic. He got big and famous. I haven't heard from him in a while either. Oh, and who's that one guy? Declan Shalvey, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that one guy. Uh, I co-wrote a story that was printed. Well, most of it was printed. The first three pages didn't make it in, but it was a different story. In issue five of Untold Tales of I Hate Fairyland. What? Really? Congratulations. You're published. It, it is a story that was first published online. It's got a young substack and still there for free last December. <laughs> And then this week it was printed in the miniseries and will be in the collected edition this year. My longtime friend Scott Brown, who I have long wanted to make something with as the artist and co-writer, and the person who invited me into this whole, into this, whose coattails I was writing. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Um, And we got to work with the usual I Hate Fairyland team of John Francois Below and Nate Picos, so that was great. 
the story uses a post-apocalyptic version of Gert that you briefly see in an early issue. Our story, Fairy Road, is is in that setting, doing sort of a Fury Road, Old Man Logan thing. That's funny because I'm doing that in Battle Pug right now. Uh, and that it is uh, ridiculously ridiculous and splattery in all ways that hopefully I hate Fairyland fans will enjoy. Right on. Good job. Um. Stop showing off. Yeah. Stop bragging. Oh, come on, guys. We can do that to each other because we know, you know, we're not actually being mean dicks. Mm. But you shouldn't do that to people that are, you know, don't know you as well. You face the rat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so this week felt a little bucket listy for me as I have wanted to have a comic have a comic work published since I was a kid and to be in the book felt like a lucky way to do it. Yeah, that's good. That's cool. I understand that. I remember when I the first comic-y thing I think that was just like not a I mean, I guess technically the first comic-y thing was the Argobots thing, but the first thing I actually wrote that got published was in that Troma anthology that we did. Mm-hmm. And that felt so cool. You know? Firsts are always really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. You did it, man. You did it. Um, uh, so on Wednesday, I went to some shops and locked looked at it on the shelf. Midtown Comics happened to put us next to Transformers number one, which was a nice synchronicity for me as that was one of the books that first got me to love and collect comics back in the early 80s. I'm going to try and have that not be the last time. Right. I'm sorry I am going on too long about this, but wanted to share. Thanks for the show as always, David D. Well, David, I look forward to you becoming famous and too big for us. The way Declan ghosted me at Thought Bubble last year. <laughs> and if we again still edit this podcast. <laughs> Are you trying to encourage me to edit? Is that what's going on? <laughs> um, I already gave Declan a hard time about it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would say yes. Per, keep at it, man. Persistence is a good chunk of why people actually get anywhere in comics. Um, That's true. At least most of the folks I know didn't just somehow become a comics person like in a week or whatever. Fancy dance of being persistent and not annoying. It is not an easy thing to do. I mean, um, yeah. There are sometimes people though, that seem like they come out of nowhere. But it, I don't think they actually do, or if they do, it doesn't happen often. They don't come out of nowhere. You just don't know about what they did and who they murdered. Or had blackmail on. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Thanks for writing. I don't know. I didn't bother pulling up what was in stores this week because I kind of fell out of the habit of doing that. Should I do that? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I have out anymore. That's how bad it's gotten. I I got a box of, uh, they put out the paperback reprint of the BPRD volume or something or other that has my, um, 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 story. Uh, what's her name? Ashley Strode's story in it. Right. 
Um, but I don't know if that's out this week. It, probably this week because I got the books last week. So. <coughs> well, uh, does anybody else here have anything in the stores? Dark Horse just uh, posted it on uh, Instagram. Let me look at it. Anybody else here have anything in? BP, uh, BPRD Omnibus Volume 8. Ah, yes. I see that on the list. Yes. That is out. And it's got my Ashley Strode miniseries where she goes and fights a demon in a basement. Demon in a basement. Is Ashley Strode related to Laura Strode? Uh, no. Hmm. Isn't, isn't she? What? Never mind. Uh, also because, you know, graphic novels never go out of style. Or out of style. Out of date. Graphic novels never go out of date. Uh, don't forget, there's still uh, Rock Gods of Jackson, Tennessee. Is in store. Yes. Mike the did. book. Mike arted that. I forgot I made. <laughs> Mike arted that. Well, you know, we did a lot of, like... Uh, interviews before it came out, but then it came out, and then nobody said anything about it. Huh. Comics. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not like we're impressive uh, publicity machines, though. Uh, not, but I do what I can. I mean, I don't know what else I can do. There's not a lot of uh, options at this point. Yeah. Oh. The new G.I. Joes are out this week. The new G.I. Joes are out! The new G.I. Joes are out! Issue number one and issue number 301. There you go. Man, it's been 15 years since I Kill Giants came out. Well. <laughs> it doesn't seem that old. Huh. Um. I'm just sorry, I'm scrolling through that list trying to see if there's anything. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing else, I guess. I can look at next week's and see what's out next week. <laughs> uh, do I have something on next week? When does my Teen Titans come out? You're the world's finest Teen Titans. You're asking me. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at the list. Well, I don't, I don't, if it's not, I can only tell what's on here. I don't know if it's like, you know. Get on the phone. Is it just? Is it just called Titans now? Uh, this would be World's Finest, <laughs> Teen Titans World's Finest, or World's Finest Teen Titans, or... Okay, that's... I'm not, not a doctor. I don't see it on the list, then. Because all I see is just Titans. Is Titans something to do with Teen Titans? I think so. Huh. Well, then. Um, I guess that's it, then. That's what we got, man. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Ah, don't be sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. So sorry. I'm real sorry. Mike, sorry. Don't you wish you could see this? <laughs> okay, so you're, you're making the case for the, the video now. I'm not making a case for it. I'm saying maybe it's not a good idea. Like, like if people could see the tears crawling down your cheeks, <sighs> the thick, goopy tears, thick, goopy tears. 
Yeah, because I got an eye infection. <laughs> the discolored, thick, goopy tears running down Mike's cheeks right now. Crawling, yeah. sorry. Crawling down Mike's cheeks right now. Yes. My ocular discharge. <laughs> I forgot about this. There, okay, so my friend Brian bought me a record that was a double LP compilation of... Okay, you stop bragging now. No, I'm trying to explain something to you. It's a compilation of uh, punk bands from Cincinnati in the 90s, which is pretty cool, you know, like that somebody would bother putting something like that together. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about one of these bands. They were called Bloody Discharge. Uh, and they were uh, they were an all-female front, like an all-female all punk band. Uh, it's doubly kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway. Ocular Discharge would also be a, a cool gross band name. That's my point. Why you Ocular Let Discharge. Give me a puppy. What? Give me a puppy. What are you going to do with a puppy? I don't know. I mean, Hang out with it? You think Floyd's going to get in that? Yeah, he's not going to like that. It's really sad getting that cat, doesn't it? I mean, you know, I, I thought Julie was done with puppies. She wanted cats now. Uh, I don't think she cares. <laughs> well, all right then. Are you gonna get another pug? I don't know. Probably not. Pugs are made with love and lots of defects. Love is not perfect, Mike. Who doesn't have defects? That's what I'm saying. Love is not perfect. All kinds of problems. Yep. 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 All right, then. I'm sorry I didn't know your birthday again. Eh, no worries, man. At this part, at point, it's like a tradition. Yeah. At this point, it's, uh, I, you know, I think me saying at this point it's a tradition is a tradition. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> um, whatever gets you through the night, Mike. Whatever gets you through the night. Nothing gets me through the night. Help me make it through the yard. Anyway. All right. On that note, uh, we're done for this week. Okay. You can still go read Battle Pug, like, you know, the really old Battle Pug at BattlePug.com. Mike's website is IHateMike.com. I don't know if he does anything with it anymore. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. I used to have a routine. I've forgotten it. So many things have fallen by the wayside. Maybe we do need a whole rejig of this show. Maybe. I don't know. Something to really, you know, infuse some new life into it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just end on saying, have a good week, and everybody take care. Yeah, please do. Bye. Bye.